right. So for those of you tuning in, welcome to another episode of Vanilla Weiss and the Nostalgic Nerds. And speaking of nostalgia, we got an extremely special guest tonight joining us. For those of you who grew up in the early millennial era, you might who grew up with Saved by the Bell, who hasn't heard of that show before. You may remember my man Troy Froman here as Ox, the absolute funniest jock on the show. Hey, what's up, Troy? Hello. Hello. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, I have to take my fucking mask off. I hate these things. I hope we can't catch us through the microphone. Yeah. Ah. Well, maybe for me, only because I have such a filthy mouth. Oh yeah, you should hear my stand-up. My stand-up comedy is um pretty much Andrew Dice Clay level vulgar. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. Hickory dickory duck. Yeah, yeah. I have so many like religious nuts would hate my comedy because I have so many jokes ripping on like religion, ripping on famous religious figures. Like I have one where I talk about Jesus, and I'm like, anybody else find it ironic that a carpenter was nailed to death? <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to do stand-up, but I've never had the balls to get up there and, like, memorize everything. But I'm a funny guy, like an improv type of shit. But, hey, I want you to send me a link of your, your comedy so I can watch it later, okay? Absolutely, yeah. I have a bunch of it up on YouTube. It's under... My name and after my name, comedian. Yeah, Dan Weiss, comedian. But yeah, um, I think you would be good at stand up. Um, because on the show you always had like perfect delivery. Thank you. Um, have you ever seen any of my funny videos on my YouTube channel? Oh no, I gotta check it out. Uh, I heard he has a good YouTube channel, Dan. But. Um Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention we have another returning special guest from a previous episode. We got my man Al Rodriguez, who calls himself Al the Pal. How's it going, everybody out there in podcast land? We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we're very pleased to have Troy Foreman as a special guest uh, today. <laughs> but but go 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 ahead and take it away, Dan. Dan is the host. I'm just here to tag along. <laughs> say, my, say my last name again. Troy Froman. There you go. <laughs> I misread. I misread, man. I'm just looking you up, man. I just I just googled you. That's it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He was having hey, a little. How many podcasts does he do? Um, mostly just the ones that I drag him into. <laughs> I, I I'm an edible person myself. I can't smoke anymore. I talk too much. <laughs> but yeah, um, so were you close with any of the ca other cast members? Yeah, they were standing right by me. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, people ask me that all the time. No, back, back then I was 23 years old. I'm, I'm 53 now, so it's like 30 years ago. Uh, the closest I ever got, uh, Mario Lopez, Diego, but you know, back then I didn't know what was going on. It wasn't that popular. Uh, you know, I, I never got palsy with anybody. 
know, I, I hung out with Dustin Diamond in the dressing room, but that was about it. Oh, yeah. I, I actually met him, like, two or three years ago. I met Dustin. Um, I was surprised at how cool a guy he was, like, after the way the media portrayed him. Um, I was really worried about who how he was going to be when I met him, but he was surprisingly really chill, I thought. Yeah, if you go to my Instagram, there's a message. There's someone went to a convention and, and ask him, hey, do you remember Troy Froman, Ox Scud? And you'll see the answer, what he says about me. And he's really cool on my Instagram. And I think the two of you were the absolute funniest ones on the show. Um, one could almost argue that Ox was kind of like the ath the athletic version of Screech. <laughs> and, yeah, it was, it, was a lot, it was a lot of fun working on that show. I think uh, the, the only other yeah. difference is that Ox wasn't gross. Like, unlike Screech, he didn't have a collection of rodents and insects. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, from um the No Hope with Dope episode. I think I remember that episode. That that's when uh what uh who, who somebody has a joint or something. Yeah, when their favorite movie star was gonna shoot an anti-drug PSA, and then towards the end they see him smoking a joint, and they're like, "We don't like you anymore." Oh man! <laughs> uh, so who was Skunk? Right. Scud. Did they find the joint on the ground and they? Oh man, that was the most inadvertently hilarious moment where afterwards you hear Mario say that the reason they thought it was your joint is because of your thuggish exterior. And I'm like, wow, isn't that kind of an oxymoron? Uh, uh, I've never heard of a stoner who's a thug before. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it, says, and it also says, you know, I don't smoke pot. I'm not that stupid. So according to the rules, I never really smoked pot and I was against it. <laughs> but yeah, and then when he takes a, the cigarette and he says, this can kill you too, as if pot um, actually kills. You're referring to the cigarette, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. And, and the part where I Oh, wow. So you you are good at improvising then. Oh, yeah. I specialize in improv. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty good at improvising. I mean, being a... I've done comedy for about nine and a half years, and that's sort of like one of the tricks that after a few years of doing it, you kind of pick up on is learning how to improvise, knowing that you're going to occasionally have brain farts on stage, so you got to know how to um, block yourself. I, I, I understand. I, I just never had the balls to go up on stage, but, you know, when I'm, when I'm filming something or whatever, I make my own funny videos. Most of it's improv. And most of the stuff that I make, when I make my own videos, I plan it like a week ahead in my head. And I, I and when I do it, I usually do it on one take because I've gone over it in my head so many times. You gotta check out my YouTube channel, and let me just plug it real quick. Troy Froman YouTube, 
Short film on YouTube? Please subscribe. I need more listeners, more viewers is what I mean. <laughs> is, and subscribers. <laughs> but yeah, Al, did you ever watch the show you said as a little kid? You used to watch it? Yeah, yeah, but I barely remember it. But yeah, I, I used to watch it as a kid. I I always wanted Zach's magic powers of being able to freeze time. I thought that would that was like the absolute coolest power in the world. Yeah, when how many chicks would you get laid and pregnant and disappear? Exactly. Yeah, um, he was a good sport, though, for going back to Kelly in the college years after she not only cheated on him, but made him look like the asshole for it. <laughs> okay. Oh, the college years, that rubs me so bad, you know, you know why, right? Um, oh no, I didn't hear, what's up? Well, when they announced the college years, I'm like, what the F, why didn't they call me back for this? I'd be perfect for it. And, you know, they just totally ignored me on it. They didn't even bother trying to get in touch with me. I, oh. I, I mean, in my opinion, I would have been great for that show. I agree. And um, at least the college years were, weren't as good as the high school ones. So at least you got to partake in the best episode, the best error episodes, uh, high school years. Those were the quintessential episodes. Thank you. Yeah, you know, um, um, uh, you want to talk about the reboot for a second? Oh, uh, which one? The new class? No, the reboot uh, the, for the Fox. Oh, the yeah. Fox. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, Are you part of that? Here's the deal. As soon as they announced it, I like um, started a campaign called Hashtag Bring Back Fox. So I sent it to Twitter to, um, to the, all the producers, everyone. I, to every, I started a a whole campaign for like four months. And then finally, I talked to um, the producer, Franco, um, and he said he invited me to be in a scene with, with no lines, but to be in a scene. But I got my foot in the door, which means, you know, maybe you know, I'd be in more of the Say by the Bell reboot. And then this shit happened, and the studio shut down. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Because, yeah, that wouldn't have made sense if they didn't give you any lines but had you on there because what made Ox so funny and memorable was his one-liners and stuff. Well, I, I looked at it like, okay, no lines, fine. When I get there, maybe they'll give me lines. When I get my foot in the door, maybe they'll bring me back. Like, the first time, I was just stunned. Then I went on to seven more episodes, seven or eight more episodes as Ox. So once you get your foot in the door... You never know what's going to happen. I was going to say no to having a silent fit, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, um, what's it called? Um, when I, My friends who grew up on the show, whenever I mention um, your physique on the show they in, and your personality, they instantly remember who you are. Uh, that's cool. You know, I hardly ever get noticed. Uh, I almost got noticed a couple times out in public. You think you think I would have gotten noticed more, but I really didn't. But a couple of times I, yeah, you know, I went into this um, one one store and this girl that worked there started quoting lines from Stay by the Bell, and I go, oh my god! And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of yours. And that was cool. Yeah, and um, what's it called? It's one of those shows that even though everybody knows of it. Like uh, like most shows, it's mainly the error of those who grew up with it who actually remember the details. Like um, 
kind of like shows from our parents' days where we've heard of them, they're classic shows, but we don't really know much of them. I feel like every era, that's kind of how it is. Right, and every era, more people discover it, too. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I still watch the reruns all the time on demand. Um, when I'm, I actually, when I saw Dustin Diamond, I I wore my Kelly shirt to his show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if um, a fan of mine a few years ago made a, a video of every scene I was in, and it runs like about an hour, and you can see it on Vimeo because YouTube rejected it for copyright um, reasons. I hate when they do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you want to see every scene I'm in, go to Vimeo, Troy Froman, and you just like an hour and five minutes of just me in every scene. Is yeah, out of you were again my favorite out of all the side characters. That includes like all the teachers and every and all the other classmates and stuff. Ox was my favorite of them. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Absolutely played that role so well. Um, I wonder if it was awkward for any of the other cast members when Showgirls came out. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I don't. You know, I ran, I ran into Elizabeth Berkeley at the Hollywood Bowl about six, seven years ago, and it was, it was a trip. I, um, my, my wife and I were going to a Bruno Mars concert, and she goes, "Look, it's the girl from Saved by the Bell," and I was drunk off my ass. So I ran down there and all. Hey, remember me? I was Ox. I was in two episodes with you. So I kind of remember that. We were, we were kids back then. And I go, well, can I take a picture with you? So I took a picture with her. It was awesome. And the same night, I took a picture with the guy, um, Brad Garrett, the guy from uh, Raymond. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. He, he was there. I took, he was reluctant. But I took, I, I took a picture with me. And then like another, two minutes later, my wife saw, hey, that's the girl from Big Bang Theory. So I went over to her box and said, hey, I'm a big fan. Can I take a picture with you? And she said, yeah. I said, you know, I was a sitcoms too. I'd say by the tell. And she never heard of it, but her boyfriend knew who I was. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, to be so drunk at the Hollywood Bowl and have three people that that stardom and take pictures with them and what? It was such a cool trip. But yeah, that must have been... A trip, especially if some of the other casts watch that movie, I can't imagine what their reaction must have been. It must have been like, ooh, damn, Jesse has some goods. <laughs> and then, you know about the, um, the Saved by the Mats, right? Oh, yeah. We had a little reunion there, like, about a year and a half ago, and I got to uh, see Dennis Haskins again and some of the other people. And not Mario wasn't there, Mark wasn't there, some of the minor people were there, and it was a trip, it was great. Yeah, Dennis, he's, he put on quite a bit of weight, I notice he's pretty husky now. Yeah, yeah, I think he turned down a little, so I saw him in the picture, he was big, and then when I saw him later, he was thinner, and you know, he's, uh, he, he does a lot of conventions, and, and he's doing well, and I also see him in a lot of uh, low-budget films. So he's working pretty much. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, and um, he was the one and only funny redeeming part of that awful movie, A, Hun a Thousand Ways to Die in the West, or whatever it was called, with Seth MacFarlane. That was, like, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but he was the only funny part in it. Yeah, 
You're absolutely right. I was watching that movie. And I was stoned and drunk. I was in a perfect state of mind, and it did not. It made me laugh like one time. Yeah, and I was so disappointed because I normally like Seth MacFarlane, and I was excited about seeing it, and I laughed again maybe like once or twice through the whole thing. The rest of the time, I'm just sitting there like, wow, this is so stupid. And so it wasn't just me. You know what was funnier, though? With that Adam Sandler um, Western movie that was on Netflix. That was funnier. Oh, yeah, I got to check that one out. Yeah, I heard Adam Sandler's becoming himself again because he went through a slump for a while. You know, Adam Sandler comes into our family restaurant, and I, I approached him with my resume, my picture, everything. And unless you grow up with him in his when he was when you were kids, you haven't got a fucking chance with him. And he sees me hard working, and I've talked to him like three times. I said, "Look, I'm I'm in this. Net, he's got little girls." I said, I'm in this Netflix Netflix movie called Project MC Squared. But your girls would uh, uh, your girls would love watching it. I play like George's security guard. He goes, yeah, yeah, okay, thank you. He just brushes me off, you know. It, I, he can give a guy like me a chance if he wanted to, but he doesn't want to. Yeah, he's like one of those. I guess he's just he's so big to the point where he's used to getting mobbed everywhere he goes and. It's like now every face he sees starts to look and feel the exact same. Yeah, and he, one day I was on my knees feeling sodas, uh, you know, in, in our refrigerator in the deli. So he walked by and he goes, hey, I see you're working your ass off there. Oh, yeah, 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 maybe you can give me a chance, give me one line of your movie or whatever. You know, I actually said to him, uh, like, about a Passover last year when he came over, I said, hey, Adam, let's, let's play a game. You know, what, what, what game? I said, let's play a game that I grew up with you when we were kids, and you give me a part in one of your movies. Oh, well, but yeah, um, what's it called? I I could see you doing well as one of the characters in one of his movies. I could see you playing, like, one of those parts that Rob Schneider or them always play in his movies. Exactly. Rob Schneider's great. I love, I love all of his friends. Troy could have got a part in Uncut Gems, man. That was a great movie, by the way. That was that was a great drama. Like I never seen Adam Sandler in a dramatic role, and that was amazing. A great yeah, movie. My favorite, part, my favorite part is when he died at the end. That mother effort. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was thinking he's got like five houses. One of them, a couple miles. I, I, I've been to his house. I know where he lives. Yeah, he I delivered food to him. He has a vacation or a winter home, I think, in Palm Beach County, which is about 30 minutes north of Al and I. And, and Damn. Yeah, I could see that. He's probably like a billionaire. I mean, he's he, he, he's he been on the scene in the limelight for over three decades, I think. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm not going to rely on him because I, I got my own stuff going on. Um, I want to uh, promote a movie that I'm in near the end of this, so we can keep talking about Say by the Cult of Men. Alrighty. Sounds good to me. Um, But yeah... Oh, each of the PSA episodes, like the anti-pot one, those were all inadvertently hilarious. Like, I remember the 
what's it called, um, Toga Party one too. That one was unintentionally hilarious by the way they like over dramatized drinking beer. <laughs> Yeah, that was called Drinking and Driving, and that's my favorite episode, because every, once in a while, people say, what's your favorite part scene in Saved by the Bell? And I go to um, the living room, because the script read Monster's house, so the party was at my house, and I grab the lamp and say, let's crash this place, and Mark, hey, no, no, it's your house, I'm like, oh yeah, that's my favorite part ever. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, what's it called? Who would have thought a guy as cool and hip as Zach would be such a lightweight? He got drunk off of like three beers. <laughs> that was, you know, the kid show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's funny. It, the way I see it is if you get into a collision when you've had less than four beers, obviously that just means you're a really shitty driver. <laughs> And of course, everyone mentions the caffeine pills episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the most famous bit, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. <laughs> you ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever watch that YouTube series, Zach Morris is Trash? Huh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really into it. I mean, they, they like, it's like uh, politics. They twist and turn things to make it look like not what he, who he is, right? Oh, yeah. Um, what's well, they try to make him out to be like a scumbag. And yeah, I, I know about it. I, I'm, never, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, you know, I was in a couple of those, mentioned in a couple of those, I think. And I mean, I watch them because they're funny, but yeah, um, even though they're quite inaccurate, most of them, I'm actually part of this fan page. Zach Morris is not trash. Yeah, on Facebook, and I'm one of the more consistent people who comments on it. I'll, like, bring up a detail of a time that he that he was a noble guy and did, did a stand-up act and everything for others. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, I could see why um, people would um, feel that way about him because he did do a lot of bad things but then again he was one of those I feel like because of how popular he was he was insecure because of all the pressure that came with it <laughs> okay I, I never read that much into it I just, you know the only ones I really watched were the ones I was in but recently I was I had an operation and I started watching other episodes because I was on the couch, and it's a fun show, all, all in all. You still in touch with any of them? No, not at all. Um, I'm hoping to run into Mario sometime, somewhere. Maybe on the, if I ever get to the set of the reboot. And I want to reenact the picture when he's over my shoulder. So I'm going to see if he's up for that. Yeah, but yeah, I think um, a few of your your best lines were in the student-teacher episode. 
That's my first appearance as Ox, yes. Here. We can take the test now. If we do, we'll flink. <laughs> you know how many lines I forgot I did? And then as soon as I joined Facebook, I got all these people from everywhere. Hey, Ox, hey, Ox. And I, I realized how popular I was after I joined Facebook. And then I started to get back into acting again because the, the people, my family, and they, they encouraged me to, to, to step back into it. And I've been doing a pretty good. Uh, I had some close calls and some really good stuff, but some of it fell through and some of it didn't fall. Yeah, so I get offered parts in these uh, some low-budget movies without even having to audition, like like the movie I'm going to promote at the end of this. But yeah, um, yeah, that's the big downside to showbiz is that often with showbiz, um, one's talent only accounts for very little of whether or not they get their big break. Like it's more luck than anything and fate of just like being in the right place at the right time with the right people. So yeah, I definitely wouldn't um and uh, go by how many offers you get as to what how talented you are because that's only a very small factor of things. You're absolutely right. Most of it is luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, there's some potentially great actors who um tried out and didn't get any big roles because um they just happened to not be lucky enough to... Um, find be at the right place at the right time and be exactly of what was being looked for. Right, right. And sometimes it's like, oh, he doesn't have the right uh, hair color, or he's a little too 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 big or too skinny. You know, it, it doesn't mean how good you're acting. It's the, how they're looking at you, and, and oh, that we have too many black people uh, or too many white. You know, right? You know, so many factors. But there's one exception to the rule, Troy, in in which uh, hard work and determ- and sheer determination could get you a part in the movie. How about your time? Ta- How did you get a role in Phantasm Two? That's an interesting story. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I was living at home. Phantasm's my favorite horror movie of all time. That's a good like that. one. Phantasm One. Yeah, it's a classic. Later, without me walking by. 
Oh, I thought you I thought you had a part in that movie, man. I misread it then. I, I just I just oh, looked you up. I did. I almost had two parts. I was the grave digger with the mask on. You don't see my face. I'm digging the grave. <laughs> oh. But I was also going to be seen as a psychiatric orderly walking by a sign. But and so how did you um first land the audition for Saved by the Bell? Well, I had a manager and, a, and an agent, and they just sent me on it, and I nailed it right away. Just a, your typical, you have an audition, uh, good luck, and, and I got it. Yeah, I said that, um, that, what was her, the actress's name, Leanna, was nice to work with. The yeah, one? yeah, uh, so I, I showed up, the, the, so after, after I was Scott, my manager called me and said, they love you, but they don't want Scott as a, as a recurring character. They want to try you out as a guy, a guy named Ox. You just have to go there and read a couple lines. So I went there, read a couple lines in front of everybody. They go, yeah, yeah, you're in. They just want to hear me, um, you know, do the lines. So then I, uh, they called me for the first one, the student teacher week. And then here and there, they, they want to book you for this next week, book you for this. And then during the same time, I booked the Wonder Years and Saved by the Bell wanted me. And then I couldn't do the Saved by the Bell. And then Saved by the Bell wanted me next week. Then Wonder Years wanted me and I couldn't do that. Then the Wonder Years said, well, if he's too important for Saved by the Bell, we're not going to bring him back anymore. So I locked out on the, uh, Saved by, uh, the Wonder Years episode. I only did two, which paid a lot more, but. 